Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and mindset coach, KB. On the Just Being Honest podcast show, we are dedicated to educate the public about how to live a purely toxic-free lifestyle. By eliminating and dramatically reducing the use of many products and lifestyle threats that contain these harmful ingredients that often bombard our life in a mysterious manner, we too can all as a collective whole become healthier and mentally wealthier. So join me on the ride. We're getting deep. I have been so fortunate, so grateful to be able to travel around the world as of lately, especially this year. I have been going all over the place, getting ready to go on another little vacation very soon, and I know that what I pack in my bag is super important. I want, A, I want it to be clean, toxic-free, and I want it to be something that will make me glow effortlessly. Okay. So with that being said, I have one of the co-founders of Three Ships Beauty on the show today. But tapping back into clean beauty, it is super important to me that what I put on my body and then in turn what goes into my organs, because we all know that is exactly what happens. I want to make sure that it is an a transparent brand. I want to make sure I know exactly what ingredients are in there, that they are away from chemicals, that they are away from hormone disruptors. Okay. So enough, enough of us looking at a labor label and having our eyes glaze over and just saying, I don't know how to pronounce it, but okay, sure. You know, out of sight, out of mind. No. We are going to be full sight, 2020 vision here, okay? We are going to know exactly what we're putting on our skin and then in turn what is going into our body, okay? So we have Miss Connie Lowe on the show today. She's just one of the two beautiful souls behind Three Ships Beauty. And they basically set sail in 2017 with a chemical engineer named Laura. So Connie and Laura got together and um, they scraped together $4,000. Yeah, $4,000. And now they've been going for about five years. So handmade formulations that started out in Connie's apartment kitchen and Their goal was basically this, to solve the problems that we all face as consumers and to be the most effective, transparent, and natural beauty brand on the market. Well, guys, I think you are certainly on your way. And to all you listeners and my clients out there, I know this is a brand you are going to want to snap up immediately. I have 20% off for you guys as well using code HONESTKB20. So head on over to 3shipsbeauty.com and use code HONESTKB20 and uh, let me know what you think. All right, on to the show. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your toxic-free lifestyle advisor, KB here, and your mindset coach. Okay, so our next guest and I were just talking about how just kind of, I don't want to say evil, but just like difficult. That's a better word, right? How difficult time change is. And I think like we all as a collective woke up this morning, the second day after a time change, you know, daylight savings time. And it's like, got smacked in the face. We all look a little bit tired. We all may look a little bit haggard. We all may look like 
God knows what, right? Um, so that's a beautiful, that's actually a beautiful segue into our topic today. Um, making your appearance, your skin looking like you did nothing to it. You just woke up with like nine hours of sleep. Um, so I'm super grateful for this beautiful being right in front of me today. Um, well, of course, not right in front of me. I wish she was right in front of me, but right in front of me via technology. Um, and so I'm going to bring her in softly. But before I jump into this, I just wanted to shout out and say thank you all, um, all of my listeners, clients out there for being such an amazing supporter of the Just Being Honest podcast show. It really does mean a lot to me. I'm here first and foremost, to educate y'all on living a better lifestyle, a more toxic-free lifestyle, and in turn, giving back to the environment with that because your dollar does make a huge, huge dent in the way that our environment and our world circulates. All right. So without further ado, I have our beautiful guest on the show today. She is from the skincare brand, Three Ships Beauty. If you haven't heard about Three Ships Beauty, you are going to want to get your hands on these products. Um, I know I've had a couple of clean beauty brands on the show in the past. I'm pretty picky about who I like to talk with um, because I use everything myself, right? The integrity of it, I want it to be cruelty, uh, excuse me, cruelty-free, Um, I want it to be all natural ingredients, more about that. Um, And I want it to be basically, um, you know, sustainable to our environment and the health of our environment and the health of us internally, right? Toxic free. What you put on your body goes into your organs. So without further ado, one of the two founders of Three Ships Beauty is here today, Ms. Connie Lowe. Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast show. Thanks so much, Catherine. It's so nice to be here. I'm excited to chat with you. Oh my gosh. Um, well, we were just talking about, you know, you are one of two. So Connie and Laura are a duo in this brand. And if you go on their website, threeshipsbeauty.com, and just do like a brief read on the background, you'll really, you'll be sold immediately um, just about how we treat ourselves and how, you know, it can really make a difference. So a little bit jumping into this, because I know you're going to be speaking on behalf of Laura as well. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the brand, but also I would love for you, because I always ask my founders that are on the show, what was your childhood upbringing like? Ooh, okay. Maybe I'll stay with my childhood upbringing. And I've never been asked this question on a podcast, but I love this one. Because sometimes you get the same list of questions and you're like, okay, I've done this before. So it's a it's a treat. Yes. Um, so in terms of my childhood, I mean, I was born in Canada and I still live here in Toronto. Uh, so my mom's from Taiwan, my dad's from Indonesia. Um, so Chinese upbringing. Um, and it was a pretty unique one, I would say, growing up because I was an Asian uh, being brought up in North America. And so internally at the house, we had like lots of Chinese values, like, and then I would go outside and I would just get bombarded with um, a lot of different messaging from the culture around me about like what love was. Like, for example, one of the things that I sometimes talk to my therapist about is um, how when I was a kid, my parents never put up my drawings from school or they never like put up my report card on the fridge. 
um, versus all my friends that I went to for like sleepovers and like, you know, summer party type things, their homes were decorated with their artwork, even if it was like, you know, not even that nice. Like it was something like a card that they made in grade one for Mother's Day. And I remember being a kid, I felt super conflicted because I felt like based off of the standards I saw around me, that meant my parents didn't love me. And so what I did was I put a lot of my energy into succeeding in school, which I think if you do have a lot of, you know, uh, listeners that do have immigrant um, parents and upbringings, they might relate. Um, I kind of channeled that energy into performing in what I knew best, which was school. So I was that keener in school that, um, you know, got the best grades. And I hoped that one day that would be evidence to show my parents that it was like worthy of their love and attention. And finally enough, as I grew up, I started to realize like that wasn't at all the case. They just, you know, had a very different way of expressing themselves. Um, but I think that that kind of fueled me throughout, I would say, until end of university. Like I was a go-getter. I was very driven. I always wanted to be the best in what I did. Um, and when I was in university, I went to school for business. And that kind of led into me falling into the trap of comparing myself with my classmates mm -hmm. because I want to be the best at business. And when I looked at what my classmates were doing, that was accounting, consulting, banking, pretty much anything number heavy. And I'm someone who naturally really loves like very soft skill things like sales, marketing, branding, but I completely shut off that side of me because I was like, I just want to do what everyone else who's smart is doing. So when I graduated, I went straight into accounting and absolutely hated it. Like within eight months, I was like, get me out of here. I completely regretted my decision. And I mean, a lesson to the listeners is like, really don't compare yourself to anyone else because whatever you end up choosing to do, you're doing for you. And if, if you find something that you're really passionate about anyway, you can make your own niche and eventually make it a big career regardless. So that was a big learning for me. So what I did was I actually kind of went inward and reminded myself what I actually enjoy doing in my free time and what I like to do for extracurriculars at school. Because one piece of advice I like to give to some people that I mentor now is, if you're trying to struggle, if you're struggling to think about what you want to do, think about what you like to do when you procrastinate, because it's kind of an indication of what you would like to do as a career. And so I started thinking and I was like, well, I love natural beauty. And I also loved marketing and sales, um, you know, from a really young age. So I went into marketing sales at one of the larger um, consumer packaged goods companies. And that's actually when I met Laura, my co-founder. So I know it's a very long-winded story, but um, this is where the two of us intersect. So Laura went to school for chemical engineering and she was trying to find an affordable natural makeup remover and could not find anything on the market. So she was struggling and was talking to some friends about starting a business. And one of my friends who knew me from middle school remembered that I was like the natural beauty obsessed classmate within grade five that would run home from school and make my own face masks with like bananas and oatmeal and you know mashed up like green tea mixed with you know egg whites um and he was like you should talk to my friend connie because she might have some ideas for you so I met up in 2016 for what was meant to be like a 30 minute quick dinner where she would share her minimum viable product with me. And I just give her some advice. It ended up being like a three and a half hour business meeting of the minds, essentially a co-founder first date. Um, we talked about anything and everything from our Myers-Briggs personality types to where we saw the future of the natural beauty industry going. And by the end of that meeting, she turned to me and was like, do you just want to be my co-founder on this? 
Uh, so that was really how Three Ships started. And I said yes right away. And we actually got straight to work the next day. Um, so I was fueled by this, you know, need to change the natural beauty space because, and I feel like we might get into it later, but natural beauty has been so overpriced and so greenwashed for so long that I think the consumers are just kind of used to it now. And Laura and I felt like there had to be a better way. Like we wanted to make a line of truly natural skincare that's actually affordable and actually effective. So we pulled together savings, which at the time was a combined four grand. Um, and we actually started by hand making products in my kitchen. So very, very bootstrapped, um, you know, blood, sweat and tears beginning days. Um, but we were fueled by our mission, which is to be the most transparent and effective natural beauty brand on the planet. So fast forward five years later, and here we are today. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so a lot there that I want to unpack. But since Laura's not here, Laura has a deep story as well. Like yours is definitely, and here's the deal. A lot of what I find is a lot of entrepreneurs, and we're just going to talk about entrepreneurship right now. A lot of entrepreneurs I find are great innovators. They definitely have like that passion or whatever they're trying to solve a solution or a greater good that they want to bring out there. Sometimes it does. This is why I ask about childhood upbringings, because sometimes it does stem from, um, the wounded child. You oh, know? totally. <laughs> I'm a definite uh, textbook case example. <laughs> and I think we all have our things, you know, like, I mean, I wouldn't be doing what I was doing, you know, if I didn't have some sort of, you know, something that I had to be a self advocate for myself. So this is just, I mean, it's completely 100% a beautiful story. But since Laura's not here, you get to tell her story a little bit. So why don't you jump into that so people get to understand the other half of three ships. Yeah, so Laura and I are actually complete opposites, which make us a really great co-founding duo. So in terms of personality and also skill set, so I love anything customer-facing, um, super extroverted, and then Laura's a more analytical, back-end whiz, you know, engineer type. So she naturally takes on product development, cash flow, supply chain. So Laura also grew up in Canada. Then she went to University of Vermont, and when she graduated, she thought initially that she would just want to work her way up the corporate ladder. Um, you know, be a VP at like 30. Um, and then when she started to work um, at one of the large CPGs, she was like, hang on, I am so not excited by a growth rate of 0.5% year over year. Like that is so boring to me. And she was like, I want to do my own thing. So that was when she started to think about her own business ideas. And um, she has a really interesting story too, because um, she has a, a unique health journey that she's gone through that is a big part of Three Ships. So when we were 26, this was like around two or three years ago, um, Laura started to experience uh, frequent seizures. So once a month, she would get like a little seizure. And she didn't really think too much of it because she was like, oh, maybe it's hormonal. It was happening around her period. Um, but she decided to go to the doctor and ask anyway. So the doctor introduced her to a neurologist and she went to the neurologist and complained about these seizures. And he was like, you're super healthy. You barely drink. You don't party because all we're doing is working anyway. Um, and you know, you're, you're relatively young. Like there's no problem with you. And Laura was like, I just feel like something is up. Like, can you order me an MRI? Um, and within Canada, since healthcare is free, um, doctors are kind of dissuaded from ordering MRIs and anything that's expensive, um, because they get docked at the end of the year for how many of these they order, which I didn't know until Laura told me. So the doctor said no. So she carried on with her life and then was 
getting more frequent seizures and started to feel, you know, like something was wrong in her head. So she went back and asked again for an MRI. And this time the doctor's like, I already told you, I'm not ordering you one. So she goes back a third time. And this is where like for the listeners out there, you got to be your own advocate for your health because no one is going to stand up for you as much as you will. And no one will know your body as well as you do. So the third time she goes to the doctor, she's like, I'm not leaving your office until you order me an MRI. Something is wrong. So he was like, fine, I'll order it for you. But just so you know, it's going to come back clean. So he was like very, you know, I know more than you. I'm smarter than you. I'm a doctor. So Laura gets an MRI. Two days later, gets a call. She has a tumor the size of an egg in the middle of her brain. And the doctor obviously doesn't say sorry because of legal reasons, but he was stunned. And she went in for a eight hour or eight or 10 hour brain surgery um, right before the COVID lockdown. So luckily she survived. Um, it was a really scary time because it was just the two of us in the business and we're also best friends. So, um, you know, we went through a lot together and luckily she's fully back in the business. Honestly, if you met her today, Catherine, you have no idea that she underwent this surgery and this health diagnosis because she is one of the most well-spoken, intelligent, inspiring women that I know. Um, she still has a portion of the tumor remaining in her brain just because it was too close to her motor strip, so they couldn't remove it and risk paralyzing her. Um, but because of her health journey, we actually decided to make donations to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So that's actually our charitable partner of choice. Um, a portion of every sale goes there to support children with brain tumors and terminal illnesses. Um, and we really want to use Laura's story to show people that even when you're faced with a crazy health journey at a young age, you can move on to do amazing things. So that's a little bit about her story. It is a little personal, but she is a huge advocate for mental health and also physical health. Um, and I think her story shows again that you need to stand up for yourself um, because no one else will, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, 100%. I couldn't agree with you more on that. And thank you for sharing that. And Laura, you know, I know you're going to be listening to this. Thank you so much for even just being vulnerable and putting that out there because, yeah, it is very personal, but stories like that make us also, you know, check ourselves, check ourselves, just like for just even our mental health. Like if we, you know, need to become more in tune and more aware with, ourselves and then more aware and in tune with what we're using product wise because it's not just stress it's not just big t little t traumas that often bombard our body but uh i'll give myself a personal personal example i've had a lot of toxins go into my body um you know whether it's mold environmental um emotional physical um and those things they pack up and they manifest and they turn into different ways. Like your body, your body does keep the score and your body knows and your body's trying to warn you. It's just yeah. as Laura decided to do and that is stop, become aware, become conscious of yourself, listen, and then in turn be the person that wants to work on that and be the self-advocate for yourself. Remember, just as you said, you know your body better than anyone else better than anyone else so I love it's that funny, it's funny you bring up the body keeps a score I've been wanting to read that book for a while do you recommend it oh I recommend it to anyone my only two cents of it is just take it lightly you know like there's a lot of information a lot of okay. just like science it's very it's a very dense book so yes mm. I always recommend picking it up flipping through it reading stories from here and there but it's so true and like you know traumas in all of those you know, bombardments, toxins, I'll, I'll just use that as toxins, 
they come in so many different forms, even if it's just words, even if it's the use of technology. You know, technology is a neurotoxin, which people don't realize, you know, all of that. So um, it's really important. And then at the end of the day, think about women. I'll use this going on to skincare, you know, can use hundreds, hundreds of chemicals if they choose to before they even leave the house. And those chemicals, when they go on your skin, go into your organs, go in your reproductive system. Say they're even on their period and they're using a a pad or a tampon, a feminine product, you know, depending on what you're using, if you're using a scented product, oh gosh, you're changing the pH balance of your vagina. Um, You know, what's funny is before I started Three Ships, I used to work at a company that manufactured uh, pads and tampons as one of the product lines. And I was talking to someone on the marketing team about tampons and she, she was a brand manager for the tampons. And she was like, I would never use these. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're literally selling this and you do not trust to put this in your body. Because I remember up until that point, my mom, who was super into holistic wellness and you know more Eastern medicine, she was like, I don't recommend using certain products for you, like you know normal deodorants, like tampons, et cetera. And this is back in the day, like in like the mid nineties, like she was telling me these things when I was really young. Um, and I was like, mom, like you're so like woo-woo like you know there's no science there and then now all the science is coming out my mom's like I told you like back in the day I told you not to use these and I feel like as you know as we age and you know more science comes out we're going to see so much more proof that a lot of things we're putting in in our bodies are so not good for you even though the companies that sell them are saying they are oh yeah but you know the companies you know they have to legally say that because it's part of the product you know I mean I've even had on the show you know, brands from uh, cereal companies and he used to work for a general corporation of cereal company. And again, those, uh, you know, the head executives would not even feed their children that cereal because it's glyphosate, you know? So yes. And so then it brings us back to three ships and you using clean, transparent ingredients. So tell us about why yours is different from all the other quote unquote, you know, some say are clean, right? Why is yours the most transparent on the market? And why do you want to be the most transparent on the market? Yeah, so maybe I'll answer that second question first. So when Laura and I were 23 and starting this business, we were so confused by what was out there. There's so many different regulations. There's no single legal definition for what constitutes natural, surprisingly. We were trying to find this for a really long time and there's nothing out there. And there's a lot of greenwashing. So I'm sure that you can relate. You know, you go into a drugstore, you pick up a product that has an orange on the label. So you think it's a vitamin C serum. And then you look at the ingredients and you're like, I have no idea what's in this. And there's like, if there is vitamin C, it's a bottom ingredient. So that was what we were so frustrated by, which is why we vowed that when we start our beauty brand, we will be fully transparent. And transparency to us is like the most important thing. So if you go on our site, you'll see that we have a fully searchable ingredient glossary where you can find every single ingredient we use, not just the hero ingredients, which is what most brands will show on an ingredient glossary, but also every ingredient, including like emulsifiers, binders, et cetera. Um, We also include where they're sourced from and any scientific studies behind them. And we link back to the products that that ingredient can be found. Another element of uh, transparency is transparency about our supply chain, which I think a lot more consumers are starting to become aware of. So on every product page on our site, you can actually see a source map, which outlines where every ingredient is sourced from and how they come together to be manufactured in Canada. So those are just two examples of transparency to us. Um, And I think another element of transparency is the formulations themselves. So there's many natural brands out there that I think are awesome. Um, And there's different standards when it comes to how natural a brand is. 
is. So for us, the way that we decide to create our like ban list or the ingredients that we don't use is we looked at the top countries across the world, as well as top natural beauty stores like Whole Foods Premium, um, you know, care category, Credo Beauty, Detox, Folane, like all the natural beauty stores, as well as the Euro European Union, Canada, the FDA doesn't really even like make a dent. Um, and then we took all the ban lists and created our own. So it's actually 2,500 ingredients long. So we avoid 2,500 potential toxins and chemicals versus as I'm sure many of your listeners know, the US FDA, I think only bans around 30 ingredients in personal care. So it's insane, the difference in quality. Um, and I think that that's you know, what makes us really unique among the natural beauty space. But not only that, we really care about efficacy. And I think that you know, sometimes people think natural doesn't work as well as synthetic. And that's what Three Ships is here to disprove. So within the beauty industry, and this might be getting a little like more stat heavy, but I think it's important to share, most beauty brands will have a repeat purchase of 21 to 23%, meaning like one in five people might repeat buy after they buy from that brand once. Three ships, our repeat purchase is 48%, which is like one in two people would repeat purchase, which is insanely high. It's more than double the industry average. And I think that's proof that our products really work. Not only that, but we actually have a board certified dermatologist partner. So she actually vets our formulations and makes sure that they're good for sensitive skin. So I think that's like the element of science behind natural that is usually missing from brands that lean into the natural messaging. Oh, totally. I mean, 100% because I've I'm telling you that like I've been, you know, you know, trying so many different things. I've even like tried like, I don't know, just a basic like avocado oil, just like basic things like that. And when I tried your products, okay, first off, when you're talking about like, you know, the transparency of the ingredients and the supply chain, but then also like, just like the beauty of your product, like your packaging, branding, can we go into that? I mean, awesome. But when you were saying repeat buyers, I would definitely be a repeat buyer for your product because it does work. It's not like, yeah, it's awesome. Um, right now, I'm really loving the Purify, the Glow, and the Radiance. So the Purify is a gel cleanser with aloe and amino acid. And the Glow is um, an oil serum, which I love oil serums and it's a jojoba and then the radiance is a grape stem cell and squalene it's a day cream um and it has um that vitamin c in there as well um love it love the packaging and i'm going all over the place but guys like seriously like <laughs> i'm one of those people that's like standing in my bathroom alone opening it up and i take it out of the you know compostable um box that it's in that it's packaged in and then it's like oh another surprise it's like one of those little russian dolls you know that like you keep opening it up and another doll keeps coming out but it's so beautifully done um and for a natural product that really says a lot but yes yeah. you're correct on um the integrity of your product may i say the integrity is awesome and I think like when you talk about packaging, um, I mean, I love that you love the packaging, but something that is, you know, different about us is we are our own consumers mm -hmm. versus like a lot of beauty brands out there surprisingly are run by like old men. And these are like beauty products that are for women. So I always think that's really fascinating. But since we are our consumers, we always ask ourselves, like, what would we want to see in packaging? So, you know, for the listeners out there, like our product boxes have so much education on them. So not only do we list the percent actives in here, which I think is something a lot of brands don't do because they don't have high levels of actives in their products, but we proudly share that. We also even have information on what step to use the product in the routine on the box. So when you lift up the lid, it's on there 
calendar. Um, and it also shares when to use the product and how often to use it. So like these are additional elements of the brand and the packaging that I think just make us a little different than most brands out there. Um, I think also for a natural brand, we wanted to incorporate color in our packaging because many brands out there use black and white packaging to reflect how clean their ingredients are. But for us, we're like, well, you want to have some fun with the product. You want to stand out at shelf. So I'm really, really excited to hear what your listeners think of three ships when they try. Oh my gosh, for sure. And you guys better believe it's going to be going on my website to shop directly from the web page ASAP. Um, but I do want to ask you because you are in the wellness industry you are not just in clean beauty but I'm sure just that just stems into your daily lifestyle and how you live a toxic free lifestyle what are some wellness rituals that you implement on the daily basis and you can go as like detailed or you know ground surface as you want I mean, I'm someone who's super type A and organized with my like rituals. So maybe I'll just walk you through my day. So I am a firm believer that your morning starts the night before actually. So maybe I'll start with my night routine. Um, so what I do is I typically snooze my Slack notifications and my inbox after my last meeting. So usually around 7 p.m. sometimes later, but I always wanna snooze it so I'm not tempted to check later. Um, I think that's really important. So you wanna have like a ritual to shut off your work. Um, something else that I do at night is I stretch um, because I just find that I always forget to do that and I have to squeeze it in and it feels so good before you lie down. Um, and then what I do is I do my skincare, which of course is like self-care in itself. And like, I really take my time with it during the nighttime versus in the morning. Cause you know, we're all rushing around. I tend to like flip through my skincare routine very quick in the morning versus at night. I have so much more time. So I take my time with massaging the oils into my skin. I use the gua sha tool. Um, I really take the time to apply my serums properly um, and just massage everything in. Um, and then I also read and then go to bed to have around eight to eight and a half hours per night of sleep. So sleep is something that is so important to me. Um, I mean, I'm one of those people that will leave a party early just because I need to catch up on sleep. Yay. Oh my gosh. You yes, too. Uh, okay. I see you raising your hands. That's awesome. Um, and then, yeah, I just never understood how people could operate on like five or six hours of sleep. I'm just a zombie the next day. So then getting into my morning routine. So I always do lemon water in the morning just because you're so dehydrated from the night before. So lemon water is really great for rehydrating. Um, I also do my bed every day just to, I don't know, just have some, you know, routine and you, it's a clean space is a clean mind. You know what I mean? Uh, and then usually I work out in the morning. So I've been loving the F45, like the functional uh, workout classes. And there's one like a five minute drive from me. But if I work out, it's in the morning. Um, and then I do my skincare, hop into the shower. And then I do my five minute journal for gratitude journaling followed by my productivity planner. So for those who don't know about these um, journals, I'm literally looking at it on my desk. Um, so five minute journal is just like a really quick gratitude journal. You list three things you're grateful for every day um, for that day, um, three things that would make that day great. And then some affirmations about yourself. So, you know, maybe I'm beautiful, I'm strong, etc. And then at night you actually reflect on your day. And then the productivity planner is where I write out my most important tasks for the day. So that's where I pull up my Google Cal. I like look through it. And then I just think about like, what are the most crucial things that if I got those done, my day would be a good one. And I know like work and like wellness, sometimes, you know, people think work-life balance is not a thing. And I believe in work-life integration, which I know sounds like, you know, fuzzy, but essentially what I think about is like, if you feel like you're being a productive human being and you like what you do, that is part of wellness. And so once I'm done doing my productivity planner, um, the last step is I read one page from a book. So right now I'm reading the Daily Stoic uh, and that's it. So I know it sounds like a lot, but honestly, my morning routine, excluding the gym, 
probably only takes me like 30 minutes. Uh, and then I squeeze in a meditation sometime during the day. I don't do it every morning and I don't do it every night, but at some point throughout the day, I have to squeeze it in. And I'm on like a three month streak right now. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. No, keep it yeah. up. Keep it up. Um, we sound very familiar because I'm, I'm very much so like on my mor- morning routine. If I don't get it done, a lot of the things, if I don't get them done in the morning, then the way that my life is going, sometimes it just doesn't happen at night. And I, like you, I like to turn it off at a certain time of the night. I like to be in bed by 8 or 8.30, uh, at least reading, because I'm kind of just, I like to just mm. chime down. But, um, which makes me ask you, what's your, what's your astrological sign? I'm a Cancer. Oh, she's a Cancer. I'm a Virgo. But I'm like on the cusp of Leo. What are you? I'm a Virgo. Oh, Virgo. Oh, yeah. A lot of people say I seem like a Virgo. I know. That's what I was going to ask. But you may have Virgo in your chart. You may be like a rising Virgo or a moon Virgo. Actually, I think I am moon rising Virgo. Because I remember my friend pulled it up from me once. But I was going to ask you, what's your sleep chronotype? Do you know what that is? I think I'm a dolphin. Oh, so you're like the like insomniac type. Well, I'm like kind of an insomniac. I mean, I just, I, I, I'm always have my, one side of my brain on and active. So Same. I always wake up from dreams thinking about work or something. Like I wake up, I'm not waking up, you know, just toss, like waking up naturally. I'll wake up thinking about something. Yeah. So crazy. I am more of a dolphin. I'm like in between a um, lion and a dolphin, I think. Okay. So I, you already like introduced your audience to sleep chronotype, but it's a good way to figure out uh, your energy levels throughout the day and energy management. Because I know that anything that's more intense that requires a lot of brain power, I can't do past like 4 p.m. Yes. Versus like morning is like optimal. Well, so. maybe I'm a little lion too. I don't know. I have to, um, what is his name? Michael, um, the current sleep chronotype. He, I think he's going to be on my podcast sometime. So we'll, we'll have to add, dig in deeper on that. But I, speaking about energy levels, I do want to ask that. I know we're getting away from three shifts, but you brought it up. Do you know your human design then? Oh, is that like Enneagrams? No. All right. I'll tell you about it after. Don't worry. You're going to dive in deep. This is going to be another thing. But that really shows you your human design, like your energy level, what you are made for, and like how you basically are supposed to structure your whole day. Um, yeah. So I'll tell you more about that off air. But I... Um, I do want to jump into the brand. Uh, yes. What is next for the brand? Yeah. So right now, Three Ships is just a skincare company, so facial skincare. But the future of Three Ships is being everyone's go-to accessible natural beauty brand for everything. So next year, we're expanding into functional body care, which I'm super excited about. And then we're going to be expanding into other categories like makeup and hair care eventually. Um, but for this year, we're still rounding out our skincare assortment. So definitely keep your eyes peeled because we have so many products launching. And something that I'll also add is we don't choose what products we launched at Three Ships, which is also something unique. We actually only launch products that our customers ask about. So we have a really detailed process. It involves like Instagram stories, um, Google Sheets, like surveys, but pretty much we take all the information from our customers, including what they want us to make and like the skin benefits, the texture, the price point, and we actually only launch those products. Mm -hmm. So all the products are launching this year and next year are ones that have been the most highly requested by three ships. That's awesome. You know, like really, and that's what I'm all about too. You know, the, all about the community. Like we're all in this together. Like asking the community, what are you looking for? What do you need? You know, because you can put something out there and it may not, 
in the time, even and just that's doing something, things. Like, that's another element of sustainability too that I don't think a lot of brands think about is the first element of sustainability is not launching a product. But most brands don't want to think that way because then they think they're not making revenue. But for us, we're like the beauty of the beauty industry is that you can use products from different brands and still be supporters of all of them. It's not like you have to stick to one brand. So like if you like the sunscreen from Supergoop, like go for it. And then if you like our Dewdrop Serum or Radiance Cream, which are two of the best sellers, like you can use ours and then you can use another brand's chemical exfoliator. Um, and so if there's another brand that's already crushing it within a certain category, we're not going to launch a product just to compete with them. We'd rather push people to that brand, which I know doesn't sound very, like, I guess, you know, intuitive, but we weren't ever, you know, in the business of creating an affordable natural beauty brand to make a lot of money. If we were trying to do this to make a lot of money, we wouldn't have made an affordable brand, <laughs> just being completely transparent. Um, so we were really brand for the people. Yeah, I love that. And you know what, which is great is that, um, you know, you're working hand in hand and like building up other businesses that are doing well and helping them speak their voice too, which I love, you know, like people might think like, oh my gosh, KB, you already had a clean skincare company on here. Yeah, no guys, but like there's more than one and there's more than one product that I do use. And I do like to rotate my product just for the integrity of my skin breathing and try new things. Or maybe it's a different time of the year and something works better for a certain time of the year. But yes, there are, there's space for everyone. There's space for everyone. And everyone has a different purpose out there. I call yours like when I look in my cupboard it's like my little ice cream scoops right they're like my little macarons like just like <laughs> saying hello to me so I love it they're super happy but um that kind of like is a nice segue into you know there's a lot of people that are interested in skincare and that perhaps want to start um a clean skincare or just a clean beauty you know company what would you have since you've been in this for about five years now do you have any advice or what advice do you have to share for those that are looking to break into the clean beauty industry? Mm, yes, that's a great question. Um, I think the first thing that people who want to start any business in general need to think about is what makes your product different. And I think like nowadays people say the clean beauty industry is so saturated. I don't really agree with that because I think that there's so many different niches that you can make. Like when we started Three Chefs five years ago, people were already, already saying that the natural beauty space was crowded. And now it's even more crowded, but I still think that there's so much opportunity out there. So the first thing I would say is like, what makes you different? What makes your product different? Um, and usually what stems from that is what is the problem that you're trying to solve that you yourself are facing? That's way more authentic than just trying to be like, well, what's a brand that's going to make me a lot of money? Um, and those are the brands I think that stand the test of time that have a really true organic founding story. Um, so that's the number one thing I would say. Another thing is once you start to figure out what makes your brand different, I would start to look at your competition to be like, okay, how do I differentiate my messaging to be a little more different than like Tata Harper, Bittner's Dart, whatever your main competition is. Um, and then start looking at like, what are your potential customer types? Like what's your target demographic, primary and secondary like shopper groups. And then who are your ideal retail partners? If you do want to be an omnichannel brand, then from there, if you do want to go down retail, you can actually look into beauty trade shows. So um, there's certain shows that are better for different things. So for example, Indie Beauty Expo, 
I know it's been shut down for the past two years because of COVID, but before the pandemic, it was one of like the go-to beauty trade shows for emerging brands. So if you if there's a listener that's thinking of starting a clean beauty brand, check out Indie Beauty Expo. Um, it's a good trade show, um, and I hope that they're running events next year. They were having events like in LA, New York, London, um, you know, pretty much all over the world, and it was a great chance for you to meet beauty buyers. So that's actually where I met Whole Foods, um, and also where I met some of our um, more like larger U.S. retail partners. Um, yeah, those are the main tips I would say. I think like breaking into the clean, clean beauty industry is like breaking into any other industry. You really need to understand what makes your product differentiated. Otherwise, unfortunately, it's really easy to get drowned out um, in an industry with a lot of brands. Yeah. Wow. Oof. I mean, yeah, just like basically understanding who you are because you are the brand and it goes back to that mission, right? Like what are you going after? You know, yeah. what are you trying to it's really like speak? A lot of brands out there that end up failing, what they do is they compare themselves to every other brand and then they start trying to change their brand to be more like other brands. So like if you have a North Star, and I think maybe that's a normal thing I would say, like have a North Star for what you want your brand to represent and your purpose and then stick to that. Like it's totally fine to get inspired by other brands. Like I, I do it all the time. I check out other brands' Instas. Like I see what retailers are in, but I will never change my messaging to be similar to another brand because that's not my brand. And the brands that fail, I think, are the ones that try to change themselves so much that they don't even know who they are anymore at the end of the day. And then they don't keep their main demographic, like their customer base, because it's constantly shifting. And these customers get confused because they're like, I don't know what you stand for. Um, so I guess my number one piece of advice is have a North Star and stick to it. Okay. Yeah, that's beautiful advice. Um, I think of, I'm thinking about that right now, like just my North star on the daily. Um, so that takes me to the, my last two questions for you. One being, what are you currently inspired by? Are you just a little bit tired of, you know, stocking up and feeling like you're being lied to and ripped off by overpriced greenwashed brands filled with unnecessary chemicals? Yeah, I know. I'm raising my hand on this. I am interested in finding a brand that is basically into the transparency whole realm, right? So I found one. I have found one. It is called Three Ships Beauty. All right. So let's take a closer look at their purpose-driven plant-based skincare. Look closer at their formulas and you will find all natural, 100% plant-derived ingredients selected for their clinically proven performance and skin-loving qualities. Nothing else. Less never felt so more. So right now, guys, you can grab all of these goodies. I know I'm loving so many of their products right now and I am seeing dramatic results right away. Their oils the glow, their cleansers, their creams. I love it. So right now, I'm going to give you 20% off with code HONESTKB20. That is H-O-N-E-S-T-2-0. Guys, I want you to look closer. Look closer. So that's three ships beauty. Use code HONESTKB20 at checkout for 20% off. Ooh, that is a good question. What am I inspired by? Honestly, I mean, something that gives me inspiration every day is our customer reviews. I know it sounds very cheesy, but um, when you're a business owner, like especially if you're on Shopify, uh, you can get um, apps that 
customers can use to enter in reviews on your site. And most of the time, founders will just turn off email notifications because you get bombarded with customer reviews every day. You're getting like at least 10 to 20 every day. But Laura and I actually choose to leave on these notifications and we get them directly in our inbox anytime a customer leaves a review. And we always read them. And I would say that that gives me so much inspiration because seeing the impact that our products have on customers' confidence and on their skin is incredible. Like some of the reviews are like, you know, I felt confident enough for the first time in 15 years to leave my house foundation free after using three ships. Or like my friends can comment on how glowy my skin is through Zoom when they hadn't seen me in a couple months over the pandemic. Like that gives me so much inspiration because it shows me that we're on the right path and we're actually impacting people. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that gives me inspiration. Another thing I would say is just like my team in general and other founders as well. Um, like we have a really incredible team of nine women working with us and I am always inspired by and also touched by how they chose to work for us. Like that is a huge responsibility to have to take care of a team. And it's one that Laura and I don't take lightly. And I'm really inspired by them and what they're doing every day. Like, you know, we always want to hire people smarter than us. And I can definitely say that we have achieved that mission. When I see what our team does, I'm like, I have no idea how you do it. And that gives me a lot of inspiration too. And same with other founders within my network, which is why I'm constantly trying to reach out to different founders and especially female founders and just share our learnings with each other. Oh my gosh. I just love that. I mean, you know, and it's not like you're just you know, trying to emulate what the next person is, but you are diving in deep and like really tapping in and using like the resources around you, which are the women that you are working with, you know, those passionate minds. So Connie, my last question for you is, what is one thing that has helped you maintain um, a healthy and successful lifestyle? What is your honest truth with that? Ooh, something that's helped me maintain a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I think therapy um, is something that has been the biggest game changer for me. I think it's something that's not spoken about enough, which is why I was very intentional about trying to bring it up on the podcast and be vulnerable about it. If you had asked me five years ago, I would say no way in hell would I ever share with people that I go to therapy because back then it was kind of frowned upon and it was embarrassing. But honestly, it's the best investment that you can make in yourself. At least that's what I believe um, because you are, you know, talking to a professional and you don't feel bad about offloading your problems or, you know, anything that's bogging, bugging you um, on this professional because you're paying for their time. Time. And a lot of my friends were like, oh, I don't need therapy. I have my friends and my family to talk to. Um, I always tell them like, yeah, you can talk to your friends, but sometimes you don't want to burden them with certain things, or you don't always want to be the person that's complaining. And that's what therapy is there for. And another reason why I'm a huge advocate for therapy is professionals can help you um, tie in different problems that you brought up to them from several sessions and help you connect them to understand what is the main source of this issue or this problem. A lot of the times it stems from childhood, which is such a cliche, but it's true. Um, but other times, maybe not. And I think having a professional to catalog all the things that you're talking about and share them back with you is something that's truly, you know, um, unique and life-changing. So I would say that that's been the biggest thing for me in my health journey, because I think mental health um, is something that is number one um, and something that everyone should really care about. 
Oh my gosh. That was so beautifully said. And thank you for sharing that because it is true. I mean, I go to therapy. I've gone to therapy for a long, long time and it is a blessing in my life. And baby, you better believe I look forward to every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Like I, even if I (laughs) feel like I have nothing to say, I'm like, everything's great. It turns out sometimes I just always leave in tears, right? Sometimes some of the sessions where I think I have nothing to say end up being the best sessions. And then some of the ones where like, oh, I have a lot to talk about end up being like, meh. But then it's kind of like it adds and it flows. But overall, the improvement to your life is just astronomical. Yeah. I mean, guys, what you don't realize, and I know I've said it before, but yeah, we work out our heart you know, in the cardiovascular, but working out your mind, a lot of that is releasing, surrendering, and um, therapy work. It's, it is a big puzzle when you do therapy, and it does help a lot, and it releases toxins. Anytime you get any of that off your chest, anytime you even cry, not to say that you're going to be crying, laughing, practicing things, pa- practicing communication skills, whatever it may be, the things that I've learned, um, definitely, I mean, I'm an advocate for it. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Well, so where can everyone find you, follow you, and um, find your products? Yeah. So my personal Instagram is at it's Connie Lowe. So I-T-S-C-O-N-N-I-E-L-O. You can DM me if you have questions about starting a beauty brand or anything entrepreneurship. And then our beauty brand can be found on Instagram and all social channels at Three Ships Beauty, all spelled out, or threeshipsbeauty.com. Awesome. I love it. You guys, seriously, I'm telling you, the Purify, the Radiance, and the yeah. Glow are just some of my three favorite right now, but I'm I'm going to be giving more things, I promise Yeah, you. and you can also find us at retailers, like if you prefer to buy from specific retailers like Credo Beauty, Detox Market. Um, so yeah, you can find us pretty much any natural beauty store. And if you don't see us there, ask the buyer to carry three yeah. ships. Perfect. One of the best ways to support a brand. Oh my gosh, Connie, you're welcome back anytime you want, even if you just want to chat. Seriously, I'm oh, here. Thanks. Oh my gosh, I feel like we could talk for hours. Seriously. Thanks for having me on. Oh my gosh, for sure. Thanks for coming on. Guys, guys, it's been an honor. It's been an absolute pleasure. I know you are on the verge. You are on the step to take the next step on the process of becoming fully toxic free. We want to get you to zero toxins. So more on that. We have a fun little quiz that we're going to have you guys um, have basically available for you guys to take to see where you are on that. And then we'll have some options for you to kind of start making the shift. So with that being said, send this episode to a friend or a family member, or even as someone you don't even know, pick an email address that you haven't talked to in a while. And remember, I could fully use your support. So head on over to Apple iTunes and subscribe. It's free and send in a five-star rating and a review. Let us know what you like and what you want to hear more of. We're here to educate you and we are always here for you for feedback. So until next time, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love. Ciao.